looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And unfortunately, her did not win the her award at the BET Awards last night. Wait, the what? The what award? The her award. BET is a her award called the BET her award. It's about no, it motivational doesn't. songs. No, yeah, she won in 2019. Her won the Her Award in 2019 Wait, for the song Hardplay. Was it called Hard the Play. Her Award before she won it? Or? Oh, it's been the Her Award since 2006. <laughs> and then she just happened to be like, I'm her, give me the Her Award. And they were like, sure. But then they were like, never again. Like, never that's again. the last time. This year, Mary J. Blige won it for Good Morning Gorgeous. She's won it before. Hers only won it once. Oh wait, the Her Award. <laughs> her, her wasn't even nominated for a Her Award. Honestly, like, her's Where not releasing she? much music these days. I don't know. No, I think you're wrong about that. I think I don't think you should be out here saying with no, with complete ignorance, her isn't releasing releasing music these days. Well, I'm saying her is having that fight with her label. She has that classic contractual fight with her label, where it's like I signed a contract when I was a kid, and now that contract like shouldn't have been renewed. It's all that they're sorting it out. Interesting. I wonder if it's on them that they called her her. You know, because to <laughs> me that be. was the one number one. <laughs> it could be. Error. The BET Awards were last night. They were a lot of fun. Did you see Lizzo open with a flute solo? I saw clips. It, I have to admit, I didn't watch, and I don't think you did either. But I don't know. I haven't watched a. I haven't watched a full award show since the Oscars. The Oscars, I guess. Wasn't that long ago? Yeah. No. We had Lotto win Best New Artist. We had Jasmine Sullivan win Best Female R&B Pop Artist. We had Marseille Martin win the Young Stars Award. Three Who's. Jack Harlow walked the stage, walked the red carpet in a Lil Nas X shirt because Lil Nas X has famously boycotted the BET Awards. The most relevant thing about the BET Awards is that Lil Nas X is in a feud with them, is mm-hmm. my kind of opinion on the BET Awards. And I, I think, think like true. it is somehow like it's fucked up, but it's also like working for both sides. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's making both sides like the relevant. BET Awards still got very good press last night and the BET Awards like the Grammys have a lot of great performances so it's like I don't have to watch the Grammys every year because I can watch the clips afterwards same case with the BET Awards so it's like the BET Awards still had great performances and meanwhile Lil Nas X got a lot of press because Jack Harlow wore a Lil Nas X shirt on the red carpet 
No, Lil Nas got a lot of press because Lil Nas spoke out against the BET Awards and said, why are you guys not nominating me? I'm like a huge artist in your community. And like they were like nothing. And then Jack Harlow jumped on that trend because he's forever trying to be loved, even though people are like, get away from us. Get away and from us. And he's like, um, I'm also loving Lil Nas X, you know? His tweet, wow, I really love this man, Lil Nas X, could be read because it's all lowercase as quite earnest and also like oh my god i can't believe i have to pretend to love this man some more i mean i mean tbd they did work together so there is like probably truth to that we're probably just reading into it but there is definitely a jack harlow backlash that is you know like in the air in the Mm -hmm. air jack harlow went to the bet awards and had no idea that brandy and ray j were siblings until like a month ago kind of charming it's a little charming the most charming thing about it is that Brandy played along and Brandy thought it was charming. Right. And that's another win for Jack Harlow because, like, he got a picture with Brandy and everyone's like, oh, Brandy, you know. Where Brandy looks thrilled. Who doesn't love Brandy? I mean, I could probably name a couple of people who don't like Brandy, but <laughs> we'd be veering off topic. I did investigate it further, but I did see a clip of Ray J eating a couple noodles in the audience or something. But then I was like, what is this? Then I was like, oh, I can't, I can't deal with this. My favorite audience clip is the one that you or Timmy put in here where... <laughs> Young Miami holds up a sign that says Go Poppy while Diddy was um, being... Yeah, like her semi-boyfriend. Yeah, she's holding up a big sign that's like very well made. It's covered in rhinestones. It's glossy. It says Go Poppy and she's in her glam that matches. The sign is red, so is her gown. And JT's sitting next to her who can't... She keeps like kind of quietly, delicately tapping her, being like, please sit down. This is so embarrassing because she's one of the only people standing up and holding a sign. Maybe she just can't see. You know, she's trying to see the performance and she's the sign is blocking her. her. I want to go back. I feel like this Young Stars Award is like a good award for us to keep our eye on. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like these uh, these nominees are, you know, these are up and coming. These are who's. These yeah, are the next generation of who's. Or Marseille them's. Martin seemed like the person to beat. It was Akira Akbar, Demi Singleton, Marseille Martin, Miles Brown, Sinia Sydney, and Storm Reed. Yeah. Um, it seems like it was probably between Marseille Martin and Storm Reed. Because Storm Reed's those been in this category, like though. But Storm Reed has been in this category for many years now. I'm like, I feel like she's maybe needs to like grow to the next, the next category. You know, she's I think transcended. Yeah, especially after this year. Marseille Martin, though, she won it. Yeah, Marseille uh-huh. won, and Marseille is actually like whatever it is, you know, the Young Stars Award. But I think Marseille is um, very widely liked, but she's still like a minor. Like Marseille Martin, I think is like <laughs> she can a still child. Be liked. No, but I think <laughs> she's. she's a minor. I think she's still a kid, so she hasn't quite moved on to adult role. She's only seventeen. No, but, but like, I think that she's people love people her. People love Marseille Martin. Yeah. Marcy Martin was the best part of that movie, Little, which should have been very good, but was actually really annoying and not good. Well, she also wrote it. So it's like, the, like didn't she like direct it and write it? or something? Like she did a lot of, that movie was like she very much. It. No, she was right. like the youngest producer ever. That's what it was. Right. And it wasn't amazing, but it was still uh, impressive that she did all that. Well, it was a showcase for Marseille Martin. What is next for her? I have no idea. Paw Patrol, the movie. All right. Liberty reporting for duty. Liberty is very much an amazing spirit. I can't believe I'm looking at the Paw Patrol. (gasps) But she is also a very big fan of the Paw Patrol. This is off the leash. I think Liberty brings very good energy. (laughs) You see that? It's exciting, and I feel like so many people are going to see it and look forward to it. Yeah, Liberty. It's so amazing. (laughs) 
What's going on with Denise Richards? Now she's on OnlyFans after supporting her daughter for being on OnlyFans? Oh, I don't know. You tell me. According to TMZ, Denise Richards, now I'm on OnlyFans too, exclamation, exclamation, what's good for Sammy, dot, dot, dot. She's joined OnlyFans at $25 a month, and I, it kind of seems like she doesn't quite know what to do with it, but she's definitely going to be making money in the short term. I love this. It's funny. It's like, I'm joining it too, like, because I'm sure she didn't know what it was. Then she was like, it's just a place that people give you money to, like, share your life. And she's like, I could share my life. But I will say it is funny that her rate is a little bit more expensive than her daughter. She's like, uh, you're out here for $19.99. I'm $25 a month. <laughs> $25 a month. We haven't joined. We're not joining, I don't think. But I, I was curious what was on there. She, right now, she, like, is using it as sort of, like, not quite a blog, but there's a lot of text. I will say that. Hey, loves. So, I'm trying to figure this site out. It's all new to me. I'm overwhelmed and grateful for all the love and support. I'm really enjoying connecting with you. It may take a couple of days to really grasp using this platform and answering all my messages, but I will get back to each of you. I will also be taking photos to share on the wall for free with some PPVs over the next couple of days. It's only me on here, so I'd love some, I'd love some suggestions. This is cute, though. She says, I'm really excited for my first big sale. I'm selling autograph photos. It's like... Okay, that's like the oldest school type of celebrity interaction you can get. Yes. So she's like using this platform that is ostensibly very confusing to her to essentially sell $100 signed autograph photos, shipping included. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Fine. Yeah, she Great. only has $29. she will make a quick $2,900. Okay. Right? A $2,900 drop. Should I put something in your DM site that's sexy? I took just for you. It's a private photo. Oh, my God. All right. She figured out how to, she figured how to use it. We didn't just like find this on OnlyFans. She told us about it on her Instagram in what is, you know, refreshingly not a notes app. It's a hot pink background with white comic sans. It's where an she Instagram introduces the whole thing. Stories uh kind of creation, I think. And it looks good. I definitely can read it, which is a lot more than most can say. And I kind of appreciate what she says here. She's like, I'm not going to be judgmental here. I did wild things in Playboy. Quite frankly, her father shouldn't be either, which is Good to call out. It's like, I made a career off of being sexy, so why can't my daughter? Why can't anyone? This is ridiculous. She's like, I'm learning about OnlyFans. I'm, you know, I'm growing and I'm learning. And then she goes, oh, and to those of you who are so judgmental, sounds like you might already subscribe to an OnlyFans account. Have a great weekend. It almost doesn't matter if you're in it to win it. Like, the longevity doesn't matter because if you get that, like, influx of subscribers for one or two months, it's worth it. I'm just glad that somebody got to her before like to explain to her what was kind of going on before she so she was able to you know kind of create this opinion which is correct about mm -hmm. her daughter being involved with this like it just feels very like well well uh handled the whole yeah. scenario what i kind of worry about although i don't actually think it's going to happen but i wouldn't necessarily be surprised is if charlie sheen were like i'm joining it too I hope and i'm he just going to use it to like sound off in like little videos you i know? hope he does i hope he, i hope the whole family gets on only fans <laughs> only families <laughs> all of the <laughs> only families that's cute. That's like a sitcom. That's like a Only sitcom Only families. Idea. Our whole family's on OnlyFans. I mean, it's it's a little bit, you know. But again, OnlyFans, not just a platform for nudes. Also a platform for whatever the hell you want. It's to a put platform on it. for anything you want to sell. You can sell your old ass autographed hard copies of photographs of you. If you want to do that, you can do that. You can sell photos of you from The World Is Not Enough as Dr. Christmas. What's her name? Christmas Jones. <laughs> Are you here for a reason? Or are you just hoping for a glimmer? And you are? Mikhail Arkos, Russian Atomic Energy Department. Miss 
Doctor. Jones. Christmas Jones. And don't make any jokes. I've heard them all. I don't know any doctor jokes. This is okay. Take the elevator down the hall. Your friends are already down there. Don't I get some kind of protection? No, Dr. Arkoff. Down there, it's all weapons-grade plutonium. Reasonably safe. Up here, we've got hydrogen bombs that your lab built leaking tritium, which I've spent the last six months trying to clean up. So if you need any protection at all, it's from me. Moving on, Haley Bieber is being sued for trademark infringement because of her skincare line Road, which is her middle name. She's being sued by people who own a clothing band brand called Road, R-H-O-D-E. Their names are Perna, Katow, and Phoebe Vickers. What's funny about this is that this is like a whole process of Haley Bieber not giving a shit about anyone else's like businesses while starting mm-hmm. her own beauty care line. Remember how she tried to trademark Bieber Beauty and that like didn't yes. work because her it husband had already ba- trademarked it? Yes. Even though like he probably did not even end up really using it, she still couldn't get it because it was still trademarked to him. Then she tried to get Road, which is her middle name. And these fashion designers were like, we are already Road. And it is confusing if you do a company named Road. And then she did it anyways because she was like, actually, I really don't care. I'm just going to do it anyways. <laughs> and now they're suing her. They're like, we literally spoke to you about this. And we were like, you can't do this. And you were like, uh, don't care. And now we're going to sue you. Yep. The lawsuit alleges, I'm quoting people here, the lawsuit alleges that Instagram first promised the at road handle to the designers since it was dormant per Instagram policy, but after initially promising it to us, Instagram decided to allow Ms. Bieber to use it even though they had no posts until June 8th, 2022. But the issue was then Haley Bieber insinuated that she was coming out with clothes and they were like, okay, well, we are clothes. Like, you can't have clothes also. Like, that's an even bigger problem. Right. I'm more... I'm more intrigued by the idea that, like, her name is Haley, Haley, Ro- Haley, Haley Road Baldwin, right? She marries Justin Bieber, then she's Haley Road Bieber. She tried Bieber, as you said, that didn't work. She can't do Baldwin because that's a toxic last name. Haley, everyone has that name. Literally, all she has left is Road, and it's already used. Like, mm-hmm. she cannot win. She has no real identifying marker, which I find kind of interesting, that she can't really claim as her own, even this middle name, Road, you know? She's out Mm -hmm. of options. I have to say, I really don't like the um, kind of her, we all want glazed dewy donut skin. And then there's a photo of her like posing with a donut. And I'm like, I just don't think that like, that's actually what people are looking to donuts for. Like, I get the idea of describing kind of the, the like glowy look we all have as like donutty or like, like a glazed donut, but I don't actually want to like put a donut on my face. So like, I don't really, I don't really love that kind of, Pairing. Obsessed with this donut. The photo that you were describing where she's posing next to the glazed donut. I know you have a problem with it, and I do too, but as I stare at it longer and longer, I think my main issue is, again, it says, we all want glazed, dewy donut skin. So she poses next to a glazed donut. The problem is, she's posing next to a donut that is cooled. It's no longer dewy. It's hard. It's crispy. It's crunchy. Because the glaze has set this would only make sense if she grabbed the Krispy Kreme donut right off the conveyor belt and put it next to her skin but she's not going to do that you know like it's almost like this is bothering me because she's not even using the donut that would work this would make sense if she were holding a glazed donut like a freshly glazed donut but she's holding a glazed donut that was glazed hours ago (laughs) 
I just have issues with it's like I love you could have made my this argument work. two step further. Two steps further. It's just further like Haley, you could have made this absurd. work, but you chose to do this lazily, and I feel like that is very telling. You're saying that the name issue is not even the beginning of the issues no. to you for this beauty line. No, it's the food styling. You know, like it just reeks of laziness. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a celebrity. I can launch a skincare line and it's going to be a success. I don't have to do anything. And here it is all tumbling down in front of her. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know you released this as a, as a teaser. And I want to ask you about this because I think it's funny. Uh, and there's you posing with the donut. Yes. That is me. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. A glazed donut. And, and, and then I was like, okay, there must be something to this. Because yes. I was like, what, what is you and the glazed donut? But it went everywhere. And then you said that uh, when you go to bed at night, you want to feel, you want to look like a glazed... I want to give off the vibe of a glazed donut. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like... Edible, dewy, yummy, delicious. Dewy. <laughs> glazed. <laughs> I love that. that is your, that's your thing you want to do. The imagery of her having the donut next to her face is like part of this. And then the packaging of the actual beauty products, which I've heard are like pretty decent, is like actually some of the most boring, ugly kind ugly. of packaging. It's just like gray, basic, clean. I think maybe that's why clean, like Too minimalist, clean. like architecture, sculptural vibes, you know, mm-hmm. not even sculptural, but like they're they're plastic. It's plastic. Well, I mean, you look at all of these types of like every time a celebrity introduces a new skincare line, which is which must be an easy, easy money, right? Like if you're known for being beautiful, right? And you have over X million followers on Instagram, everyone must be coming out of the woodwork to help you package a skincare line because I have to assume that all these have the same basic ingredients. Like, Didn't Lori Harvey just do this? And we were like, okay. Just yeah. did it. Just did it. And it was successful. So it's like, hey, you will make money. And again, it doesn't have to be successful for a very long time. It can just be successful for one year. And I think that'll be worth it. So I look at these and I'm like, they looked at all the other packaging on the market. They said, what's a hole here? We can't use colors because like Lori Harvey's was blue, right? You can't use packaging that looks like Kylie's because that's iconic. What's left Which over? Pink, and what's I left think. over is gray. Well, it's, it's funny because gray. Kim also just released a beauty line and it's similar to this in terms of style. I think it's more like khaki colored or something. And hers yeah. is even funnier because her whole thing is that I actually don't use any of these products. I just re- recreated for cheaper the products that I actually use. But it's not like I'm going to use my own skincare line. That kind of like almost one step too transparent is like me saying I actually don't use any of these products. I use the better version of these products that these products are based off of. Right. The other thing that cracked me up was that you have this photo here of her like laying out the like tenets of her skincare line and all of them are like pretty normal. I mean it's like simplicity, affordability, authentic, quality, transparency. But the last one cracks me up because it's like the last one is personality and I'm like what is Hailey Bieber's personality? Like what is it? Like what is it? You know what I mean? What is it? I can't answer that question. I feel like I've been searching for five years. When did this woman like appear in my life? You know what I mean? We don't know what happened to the last time she was sued in a high profile way. Who knows? Celebrities probably get sued all the time and we don't hear about it. But the last time. Yeah, that's why I'm like celebrities get sued all the time and are suing constantly. So I'm kind of like (laughs) saying like this, these saying that she has sued and been sued before is meaning she's litigious. I think she's just been sued. And like, I think that's just a normal thing for celebrities to do. She did get a high-profile lawsuit, a plagiarism suit, uh, in 2016. Here's a headline from The Cut. Haley Baldwin is being sued for plagiarism after she shared a quote on That's an Instagram ridiculous. post. 
that's which I had never ridiculous. seen before or since that's, actually. That's really pushing the boundaries of like what we're suing for out here in terms of plagiarism. No, I mean this feels like very oh, I like think so. this feels 2016. This feels very like earlier Instagram where we were all still not knowing what meant what sharing meant. You know, am I yeah. is am I monetizing this? Am I not? You know. Just because I'm famous, does that mean I'm monetizing? Am it, just because my other things I'm are selling on my Instagram, am I monetizing a quote? Yeah, I'm not sure. The not um, sure. but the the issue was Haley posted a quote that read, <laughs> "Misplacing the blame onto someone else isn't going to get you into the next stage of life. So try not to manipulate a situation to make yourself look better." So this was a situation involving her like showing support for Selena Gomez, and then this woman. <laughs> From Long Island, Melissa Malomo from Long Island was like, uh, this is my poem. Like, you stole this from me. And she filed a lawsuit. But we have no idea what happened. Like, this was clearly settled out of court. They gave Melissa Malomo, like, you know, $5,000 and were like, shut up. Did you see the big reveal that I think everyone knew, but we had guessed immediately when the show had launched for her YouTube bathroom series where she was like, oh, it's a set. It's, it's fully a set. a set. Well, it like, transitioned my, it's into a set. not my bathroom. Set. It was originally her bathroom, then it transitioned into a set when she wasn't renting that house anymore, which I'm sort of like, do I believe that story? I don't, I don't know if I believe that story. You think it was always a set? I don't know if I believe it was always a set, but I feel like it was always intended to become a set. She makes it sound like this sad thing, like, oh, I was so sad when I had to turn it into a set. But like, a set's great. A set's easy to control. Sets are good, whatever. But but a show wrapped around the idea of welcoming people into your bathroom but you and gotta then go it's to a actually Warner a set <laughs> and it has like makeup artist and it has like a, like a wardrobe and it has like, great, it's on like a back lot. Like it's essentially that, like Silver Cup to Studios. Me, <laughs> but it's also just that to me is like the ex the total like thesis behind how I feel about Haley Baldwin Baldwin Bieber is that like there's a fake there's a fakeness there that's like even in a series about like meet me and my friends in my bathroom it's like it's not your bathroom it's not your bathroom you know meet me at she actually she reveals what it's like meet me at OBB Studios in Hollywood because yeah. you sure as yes. shit aren't coming to my bathroom my actual house yes. Justin's yes. there. You can't film yes. when Justin's there. Hi, I'm Haley Bieber here with Refinery29, and I'm gonna be showing you the set of my series, Who's in My Bathroom, here at OBB Studios in Hollywood. Out of all the rooms in my house, I chose the bathroom because the bathroom is a very intimate space, and I feel like typically you wouldn't be playing games in the bathroom or eating in the bathroom. I was renting a house. I was living in this house for probably half a year while my house was under construction. And the bathroom in this house was like really massive and just the perfect space to have started this series in. So I was really sad when we couldn't film there anymore. So we decided to recreate the set with the original bathroom being the inspiration. You need people to just help you bring your vision to life and believe in that, and, and they did, and we're here. Right. I loved that this video also, this video also has like, she talks about the road skincare. Like this is tied to the skincare launch. The of course it is. Everything she's doing. Launch. I was just, yeah. Everything is tied to it. She went on. She went on the Tonight Show and promoted it. Like she is out here promoting the skincare line, no matter what name it is. She'll bulldoze them to the ground. Moving on. This is really depressing news. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it through this segment without getting a little choked up. What the FGL oh. house? Okay. The FGL house may have to be demolished. No, see, you're making an assumption that has not been even close to coming to real life. Florida Georgia line may be breaking up. That's worrying. 
No, they were already breaking up. Well, they were breaking up near when Trump got, when Trump lost. When Biden got elected, they started really fighting because one of them was clearly like a Trump guy and the other guy was clearly like a not Trump guy. I know you're obsessed with the fate of the FGL house in Nashville, but I do feel like these two are already like basically broken up. Well, they have never officially said they've been separated. There, there have been rumors about their separation like, for one of them almost solo. two years now. Literally, one is going solo. One is solo. But they're not saying it. And I think the reason, one of the reasons might be because it's bad for business. They can't actually say we're breaking up. They have to see if they can make it last as long as they possibly can. These two are broken up. They're broken because up. he, not only one of them went solo, the other, they both went solo, but they're promoting their solo acts on their group page. So you have... Tyler Hubbard, who's one half of Florida, Georgia line. I'm not sure if he's Florida or Georgia. I guess I could find this out. Georgia. So Tyler Hubbard is Georgia. And then we have Florida. Right. Um, we, ta- right. Is... We, did, we did this little bit, right? Where one of them was one of them was Florida, one of them was Georgia, and then they split. Brian Kelly is Florida, and he signed to Taylor Swift's old record label, Big Machine. They're both releasing solo music, but they refuse to say that they're broken up. Meanwhile, the FGL house where I had lunch one time is still open and Why going strong. Why are you strong. obsessed with this? Because you're obsessed with the Florida Georgia house? I'm obsessed with the Florida Georgia house. And I have to, I kind of think that the Florida Georgia house is pretty lucrative. And I know that it's hard for restaurants to be like lucrative and money making things. But I think that in Nashville, it absolutely is. So I wouldn't be surprised if like the reason that they're dragging their heels with breaking things up is because they know that they have a lot of like brand loyalty like people you know like the FGL house you know what they should do hmm. you know in the east village there's that bathhouse. it is the kind of one of the oldest ones in the city and it's owned by i believe two brothers and the idea is that at one point in time like there was something with how it was handed down and now it's run by two different people so you when you go there you either go on boris's day or david's day to this bathhouse and if you buy a like a ticket to the bathhouse you can only go on the day that you bought the ticket from so therefore these brothers have essentially split one business into two businesses oh and is that the russian support, and turkish one is that yeah, like that's that's oh. what i'm saying so you can either go on David's day or Boris's day. So basically, <laughs> you, I'm saying is like, this is the idea, is that Florida Georgia house, you either go on Tyler's day or who's the other guy? Brian Kelly. Yeah. So you either go on Brian's day or Tyler's day. And you if you buy drinks on Brian's day, the, the proceeds go to Brian. This is not, we've split <laughs> this in smart. half. So it's That's a actually half, really smart. It's halftime Florida, halftime Georgia, and you have to decide who you support. Again, I forget who's who. So you either go on F House Day or G House Day. I think that's like an interesting way we could run this business, you know? I've never seen that before. I think it's worth trying. Mm-hmm. And the only thing about Nashville is... It's very is, only in New York, but yes, I think it could also be in Nashville. What here? Here's the problem, though. There's seven days in a week. Yeah, it's closed on Sundays for church. It's closed on... <laughs> Sundays are big drinking days for Catholics, I gotta say. Mm, well, they're going to church, so they can't <laughs> go to Florida Georgia House. I would only go on... Oh, God, I'm not sure the difference between the two of them. Yeah, you don't even know who you like. I choose neither. I'm going to the Luke Combs house. Okay. <laughs> I have to I have to abstain from choosing between oh the God. F and after G. After all this, after all this, you won't even go there. No, wait, I got to go to Miranda Lambert's taco shop. Isn't that what it's called? It's like t- pink tacos, leather and lace, like guns and guns and hats or whatever. Yeah, it's pink. Casa Rosa. Casa Rosa. I just feel like after if you're if you're not going to the FGL house, I don't get the point of this segment. This is like I feel like this is the basis of what why we're talking about this. Can I can I can I send you a link and please tell me if it does what it did to me? So here's the link to um, CasaRosaNashville.com. Open this on your desktop if you wouldn't mind and tell me if the animation is an actual 
graphic or if it's just a broken image that transitions in. Oh, no. It's broken. There was clearly... This was programmed for the logo for Miranda Lambert's Casa Roga. Oh, no. To it like... just... It's one of those like... It's one of those broken... Oh, no. It did it again. <laughs> it's really sad. There's clearly... this website is designed for all of the text and images to sort of float on stage. They didn't use Squarespace, like a, I'll tell you that. In like a whoop, 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 whoop. So they all kind of like rotate on one at a time and then they rotate out. But a lot of the images are broken. So all that's rotating in and out are broken image graphics. <laughs> but you know, you have that like classic little like icon with the like half broken piece of paper. That's like the image. It's like showing the image is broken, like can't be found. Yeah. That's like what's rotating in. And you just see kind of like a blank hole. <laughs> Casa Rosa. Oh, oh poor Miranda God. Lambert. She really does need a square space. You're right. That's sad. I can't even load the image in a new tab. It's, it's so depressing. broken. They're gone. Casa PNG cannot be found. I mean, I guess that's the thing about Nashville. It's like you're never going to the websites for these places. You just like stumble around that street until you like see lights that sort of bring draw you in like you're a moth. <laughs> you're not going to the websites of these places. It's a bold statement. I mean, You're not doing the... research. You're not taking isn't her the 3D about... virtual walkthrough tour. I bet <laughs> that doesn't the thing work. About, like, Let me click. Wandering around Nashville. Wait, hold on. I I want to take, I'm here. taking the 3D tour. I'm th- taking a 3D tour of Miranda's Casa Rosa. Does oh that my- work? Oh, this is exhaust. Oh my god, this is worse than Roblox. Here I am in there. <laughs> when I tell you, this I is would an u- play Roblox if it took place inside Miranda Lambert's Casa Rosa in Nashville. I'll tell when you. When I tell much. you, this is an ugly bar. I'm telling you, this is an ugly bar. Anyways. Oh, you know who? Ma- this is that 3D stuff that's done with the iPhones. This is it's like really not done budget. with James Cameron. It's not. It's really it's... budget iPhone AR stuff. This is bad. It's not the way of water. Yeah. Uh, I'm walking up the stairs right now. Did you see, see the Titanic coming back to theaters next February? I'm not going. Don't even try. Don't even try. <laughs> Don't even fucking try. I'm just to shaking get me my head as if you're not going to come with me to see Titanic. I We've already done it even, like five times. I can't see what, that movie in fi- theaters that's again. That's too many. That's too many. I won't do it again, but I did it the other like five or six times. So then I'm going up to the third floor. There's a lot of stairs in this bar. I'm like walking up all these stairs. All the national bars are the same way. Why are there so many stairs? Oh, okay. I'm in a new section. This is a little bit nicer. There's an outdoor section. Oh, like you can. I'm requesting a seat on the balcony. Hold on. I can't believe there's another set of stairs. I'm not going all the way up. This is exhausting. (laughs) What are you going to order at the... uh, Casa Grande, Casa Rosa. Well, it's scary because even though I know I'm in a 3D rendering, it's empty. So it's like ghostly in here. So I'm walking up. Right now I'm walking up to the bar. There's not even a bartender at the bar to help me, which is honestly bad service at this in this 3D render. There's not even a friendly face, not even Miranda behind the bar. I cannot believe that there are two there are two fajita plates at Casa Rosa at Miranda Lambert's Casa Rosa Mexican restaurant. Excuse me, yeah. I think it's Tex-Mex. It's not even Mexican. It's Tex-Mex. Okay, yeah. The two fajitas that they sell yeah. are the cl- classic, okay? Sure. English, the English word, classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Choice of steak, chicken or shrimp, caramelized onion, mushrooms, poblano rajas, chimichurri, okay? You can add uh-huh. chicken, shrimp, or carne asada. Okay. The only other option for fajitas is literally called la chica loca. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. Okay, Miranda. <laughs> crazy girl. The crazy I love when Miranda lays it on thick. I love that Miranda's brand is actually, I'm fucking nuts and I will hurt you. (laughs) Right. No, I think that's been her, I think it's been her musical um, personality for a while now. Her drinks I thought might be fun, but they're all kind of like, I think they're all like song titles, you know? Something bad and kerosene and 
Palomino and yeah, holy water. There are things water, that could kill you. Locomotive. Okay. <laughs> Kerosene. It's like, like there's a truck at the bottom of her drink menu that like she's going to use to run you over after sure, she's sure. had a few of her own drinks. But you can get chimichangas dulce, which I think is actually kind of should be illegal, which is just <laughs> chimichangas but made with like cream cheese. Cream cheese. <laughs> it's literally cream cheese. <laughs> Why didn't we go inside? Uh, I, you didn't want to. Well, we had already eaten at that food hall. Okay, uh, well, you didn't want time. to. You didn't want to. <laughs> hey, Kelly and Jeff, next time, make us a reservation. <laughs> you didn't want to go <laughs> into Casa Rosa, Miranda Lambert's Tex-Mex Cantina. Okay, but now that I've taken the tour, I kind of get what's going on in there. Okay, I'm officially over the FGL house. Amy Schumer fired Domino Kirk because she was, she was too, too hot. hot. I love this. Domino Kirk is now married to Penn Badgley. Amy Schumer went on Penn Badgley's podcast, which, what? But went on Penn Badgley's podcast and said- <laughs> They've all said, got podcasts now. Of course they do. They all have got podcasts now. Oh my God. That's like truly, they've all got podcasts now. I was listening to, God, what was I listening to today? An iHeartRadio show. And- you know how iHeartRadio ads, like half iHeartRadio ads are just like ads for other iHeartRadio shows? Yes. I was like, I heard a voice and it was like, hey guys. And it was just like one of those voices that could belong to anyone with over a million followers on Instagram. You know, it's a very certain cadence. Yep. And it was like, hey guys, you might know me from my Peloton rides, but I'm starting a podcast. And what I was like, Allie of Love. course you are Allie Love. <laughs> I love that I knew. It was fucking Allie Love. And she's like, I'm starting a podcast. And the, the concept of the podcast was just about as simple as I'm going to talk to athletes. That's it. That's all it is. You don't need to do much, you know? I mean, we've proven that over seven years. You, all, you, say can, stuff like, all you need is to, you know, I'm gonna, be there. I'm going to dive deep into topics like sports, health, <laughs> and other sports, fame. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm yeah. subscribing. Okay, here's a who, a quick who them. Sorry for the, for the quick diversion. A quick who them. Ranked from who to them. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. I think the f second one is the them now. The second one is the them now, yeah. Yeah. People have started. It's the one that Allie loved use, I feel, is very dated. We don't name the providers anymore. We just say, subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I think Allie Love is trying to get you to listen to it on specific places. And we're just like, we don't, we're just desperate to get you to listen to it at all, you know? So we're saying, wherever you get, wherever you get your podcast, we don't discriminate, you know? I love, I just love when it you want to You, you want to put it on a cassette and listen to it? In an eight track, I don't know. That's your. I just business. love when a podcast ad tells you to listen at on certain places. It's like I know how this works. I know. I'm surprised this works. they say listen to it at all. It's like we already know, you know. Anyway, Pod Crush is a Stitcher podcast. It's not an iHeartMedia podcast. Penn Badgley hosts it with two women, uh, Nava Kavalin and Sophie Ansari. I 
really know like what the, I think the premise is like they tell like embarrassing stories from middle school but like then I'm like why is Penn Badgley there but that's fine like he like that's whatever sure why isn't he there <laughs> it's not my job to criticize other people's podcast concepts we know no that. no 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 I would you never know I would never like that's really hypocritical of us you know absolutely <laughs> the two hosts of This Is Not A Westworld podcast, a podcast in which we do talk about Westworld, which, by the way, is back. I think we have to record back. that tonight. It's back, and it's torture. Okay, back to this thing. So Amy Schumer went on this podcast and I think offhandedly said a joke that actually was probably true, but it was the only thing picked up from this interview, which was, oh, Penn, your wife was my doula, but I fired her because she was too hot and it made me uncomfortable, which I'm like... I bet she didn't expect that to make the news, although maybe she did expect that to make the news because she's already very familiar with what makes the news. You I know? think Amy Schumer is quite clever. The full line is... Having, Domino is like a goddess. Like she's an actual like floating like siren oh, yeah. around the house. And I was just like... And she's so like just lovely. And when she touches you, like you just kind of melt. <laughs> and and she was like really a family member. and And I just was like... I just felt so vulnerable that I was like, I can't have this Botticelli <laughs> fucking <laughs> goddess floating around my home when I am like bleeding out. And I, I just, yeah. I just didn't, I didn't have the, um, the strength to allow myself the luxury of having her around her home. I was like, I, I think you can't come anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's that's well. fair. I mean, the, the great thing about having a child with a doula is that <laughs> there's so much that you're that, that at least your partner is is not learning for the first time yeah even things like they're like okay now you wash the baby and you're like <laughs> <laughs> what now like what how, how do you do that do you just kind of just what dump water like yeah, yeah just you not just everything and <laughs> yeah it is kind of funny and also it is m m mostly a compliment to his wife. It's like your wife sure. is amazing and gorgeous. I love her right. so much. But it's also uh, a reminder I don't that trust Penn Badgley is married to a Kirk. You know, isn't there? There's another like if the the Kirks seem very like ethereal. What's that? Because even in that Cassandra Jenkins song, there's like a part where she's like, "I was at my friend Lola's house," and she never says Kirk, but it's just like this like transcendent moment she had at my friend Lola's house. And I feel like that's the very, that's the Kirkian vibe. Their mother used to own like a vintage store in the East Village. Like it's all, it's all like mystery. And like Jemima has a British accent for no reason. And like, they're just, <laughs> you know, kind of a magical, they're kind of a magical trio. I would say I feel like it, sisters. They could be high. They could be high, but they're not, you know? After a Kirk, if a Kirk, any Kirk. Sure. Touched my shoulder gently and said, are you okay? Even Lola? Any, even Lola. They okay. said, are you okay? I think yeah. I would break down. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would just have a complete meltdown. Well, that's literally a doula's job, you know? Yes. Yes. Right. And I'm sure Jemima Card goes around telling people she's a doula, and even though she's not. You know what I mean? I'm sure mm -hmm. she just is. She's not a doula, but she plays one on TV. Kind of that vibe. Did she keep working as a doula after she left the company that got all those racist accusations in 2020? I think she just started her own company, right? She said, I'm still a doula and I will just be hired by celebrities like, uh, you yes. know, Amy Schumer privately or whatever. And she said, I won't work for this like horrible company anymore. Okay. Is that so what happened? When did this happen? In 2020. In 2020. Oh, yes. Well, not yes. that long ago. All right. So she said, I left this toxic company and I'm just doing it for myself. This is my doula business. I'm just doing it alone. Awesome. Love it. Love doulas. Great. I ran into Perry at Lola's place. 
gemstone eyes caught my gaze. She said, oh dear, I can see you've had a rough few months. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> what when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to say Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm -hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm -hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm -hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. That's getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD, and I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. 
Moving on, Jody Sweeten has proven herself to be like the number one, the the number one from Full House, right? I gotta have- say, this is such a good way to get me to like put you on top of the pile because you know Candace Cameron's at the bottom. We've got the Lori Lachlan. I don't know them. Is Lori Lachlan's <laughs> Lori Lachlan's a criminal. Lori Lachlan's a, 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 a known liar. Right, we don't like Lori. Uh, you know. R.I.P. Bob, uh, Dave Bob. Coulier fucked over Alanis Morissette. We'll never forget. <laughs> right, and we'll exactly. never forget. Uh, John Stamos is corny because he married like a, he's like a Disney adult now, which is like yes, insane. He's a Disney adult. Um, who else we got left? Uh, well, we have. I mean, you're missing Mary Kate Nashley, and they're unknowable. I did. They're unknow. Oh. I don't. We don't. We don't know them. Meanwhile, Jodie Sweetin is doing the work, and I would say that makes her number one full houser. Now, I'm sorry, I didn't see Mary Kate Nashley Olsen. You know, attending abortion protests over the weekend not saying yeah. they didn't yeah not saying they didn't <laughs> but jody sweeten was out there being loud and proud and she has been for a very long time she went to a march in los angeles a peaceful she protested the overturning of roe and yes, the lapd manhandled her pushed her the video is actually like made me when it was first sent to me i was like <gasps> i did a little <gasps> because it's it's violent she gets pushed down by the LAPD. They pushed down a lot of people, by the way. It's not just Jody Sweeten. And then after it happened, she released a statement that said, I'm extremely proud of the hundreds of people who showed up yesterday to exercise their First Amendment rights and take immediate action to peacefully protest the giant injustices that have been delivered from our Supreme Court. Our activism will continue until our voices are heard and action is taken. Hell this yeah. will not deter us. We will continue fighting for our rights. Okay? Great. Love that. Jody forever. anywhere. I don't see her anywhere. Uh, she has a podcast too. You know that? <laughs> Jody Sweet, believe it or not. It's called Never Thought I'd Say This. It's, uh, <laughs> it's her and her best friend uh, who's a life coach talking about parenting taboos. Is it still on? Because I know we talked about yeah, this it is. about two years ago it when is it on. launched. It That's is the on. last time I think we talked about Jody It is Sweeten. on. So Jody Sweeten has moved her way to the top of the Fuller House, the Full House and Fuller House Oh, she's number one. List. Yeah. Until you the- prove to me that Kimmy Gibbler is like a iconic activist, like Jody Sweeten is number one. You know, my my initial reaction, well, I, I I I couldn't eat that day. I was shaking. I was upset. I was terrified. I have two daughters who are 14 and 12, um, who I know that this greatly affects, and I know that as safe as I am here in California with my choices, that there are you know hundreds of millions of women across the country that are not, and their lives will be forever changed. And obviously, you've been very vocal about it, and you were out there with a lot of the. Dem- you know we were out there we were um, passionate about using our First Amendment right to protest and to speak our voice and to speak up for our rights um, and you know uh, we were being calm and, and you know as peaceful as possible and um, you know things happen um, but at the end of the day you know I just keep saying I don't want to make this about me and I want to keep bringing it back to you know if people are bothered by what they saw I hope that they reach out and they start doing some work in their communities for police violence um, here in LA there's a great organization called community control police that's run by an incredible woman who does work on the ground every day for families and victims of police brutality so if that bothered you let me tell you I've seen a lot worse, um, and and so if I can bring attention to that, then then that's the whole point. I did completely forget. I knew that Beanie was dating this woman, Bonnie. A Beanie and a Bonnie. A Beanie you and a Bonnie. You know, Beanie was dating a woman named Bonnie. Bonnie Chance. Um, I gotta say, no one knew this except for Bonnie me Roberts. because I follow Sharon Feldstein, who is Beanie and Jonah Hill's mom. And I have you for love like a Sharon while. Seen on Instagram. She's really interested in her own accountability. She has to walk like ten thousand steps a day. So every day she's like, accountability check, fourteen thousand steps. And I'm like. <laughs> Where are you walking, Sharon? So, but I'm happy for her. I mean, I'm proud of her. It's it's impressive. Very impressive. 
They're engaged, Beanie and Bonnie. Um, Beanie I completely Bonnie. forgot they were still together. They're not very... They're not super out and about in a well, way that's kind of surprising to me. I, where are they supposed to go? Like, Beanie's on Broadway, you know? Like, they're not... Yeah. I guess yes. they just don't get much attention in the press, is what I'm saying. Sure. They don't. Sure. They got attention when they revealed their relationship, because that's just surprising to people but beyond that they haven't gotten much attention over the three years they've been together publicly yeah, I think people are like oh beanie feldstein's gay okay you know okay. like that was very you know yes. and like moving on right like that's yeah. not it really wasn't a a, a, a topic mm-hmm. it is interesting though to get engaged like amidst all of the leah michelle things no a little bit the timing is interesting well no no i no? think that I think the timing is interesting, but I do think it's a coincidence because I think that because they're from this like kind of show busy family, I think that she's aware of the fact that you get good press, you get bad press, and you just move on. Like I don't think she's doing the Kardashian like crisis stuff. You're calling her professional. Yes. I'm just saying it's all you know. The timing is just you know spot on. It's a little interesting. It's bang uh-huh. on. You might uh-huh. say it's bang on. Yeah. Who is her girlfriend? Uh, fiance, excuse me. Bonnie Chance Roberts. I don't yes, know. Yes, Bonnie Chance Roberts. I really don't. I really don't. She's know. a producer. They met on the set of that movie that I never saw. How to Build a Girl. Oh, the British one based on that girl's book, Caitlin Moran. I remember this. And it she's British. Didn't, it didn't come out in a big way, but it. She's in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's about it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's yeah, who she yeah. is. Yeah. Not to sound flippant, but I was in love with her and uh, and all of her, and she's a woman. That's not scaring or deterring me. And it wasn't just women in general. It was her specifically. Oh, okay. Happy yeah. Pride. Yeah. Happy Pride. <laughs> not Happy Pride. Um, oh. <laughs> Bill Nye married Liza Mundy. Okay. Excuse me. No, Happy Pride. <laughs> love is love. Not Happy Pride. A straight the science guy. The science guy married a journalist named Liza Mundy. I'm, I'm happy with this. And people exclusive lead is pretty stunning. Bill Nye has found a woman he'll have chemistry with for the rest of his life. I would argue that Bill Nye is a gay icon, but he's not. So I'm not even gonna try. You know, I I could go there, but I I won't. I won't win that. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think you'd win that. <laughs> She's a former Washington Post reporter and a New York Times bestselling author. The only PBS star who's a gay icon. Uh, no, there are two. Linda Ellerby, because she was on there. Uh, Zoe from Zoom, and also uh, the the chief from Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego. Gumshoes, her. She's a she's a gay icon. Oh, okay. Wait, but Zoe from Zoom. Zoe from Zoom is also a gay icon, yeah, okay. for sure. But not Listen, Bill Nye. Did you know that Liza Mundy wrote a book that featured Bill Nye's mother? Yes, that's how they met. Liza Mundy wrote a book called Code Girls, The Untold Story of the American Women Codebreakers of World War II. And I guess what, interviewed Bill Nye? Oh, he got word of the book, that his mother was in a book. He See, heard about he the found book. Out that He found out that his mother was mentioned in this Code Girls book. And, and he wrote sent her an email. email and was like, oh, thanks for mentioning my mother. And then they hit it off. <gasps> that's so romantic. I know. She wrote a book and he was like, that's my mom. Cute. That's absolutely mm-hmm. so cute. We love that. One time I was at a party. It was like GQ's like man of the year party when I Ew, lived in LA. Who was the man of the year? I don't remember. It was men of the year. There's like, you know, there's like a bunch of them. Oh, it was just a lot of them. Yeah. You know, and it's really just like, a, it's like men's warehouse party. All just, everyone's wearing suits. You know, it's like a lot of suits. <laughs> Did you wear a suit? No, I didn't wear a suit. And I, because I was a plus one, so I really didn't have to commit to that. And uh, I saw Bill Nye talking to, oh my God, he was a TikTok star at the time that everybody was talking about. And it was like, they were like definitely meeting each other for the first time. Oh my God, who was it? Maybe James Charles, but maybe not James Charles. Okay. Maybe, who's James Charles but straight? 
<laughs> like that's not something my brain can compute. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's a Turing machine that can answer that question. <laughs> James Cameron, Cameron Moore, Cameron, 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 Cameron Dallas, Cameron Dallas. It was Cameron, Cameron Dallas. Cameron Dallas. Dallas. Okay, Cameron okay, Dallas. okay, that makes sense. It was, okay, Cameron Dallas. It was okay, but straight. I'm sorry, but straight James Charlie Cameron Cameron Dallas. That works. works. That, no, yeah. that's right. That's I right. searched you Vine. By the way, I searched Vine Cameron, and it came up. That's how that's how elderly we feel. So, so this was a Vine part. This was a Vine star at the time, not a TikTok. It was a Vine star at the time. Star star at the time. It was it. it was quite. A, it was 2015, so TikTok didn't really oh, exist. Wow. Oh wow! So it was a Vine. It was Cameron Dallas talking to Bill Nye, and I stood watching them for like a good like 15, 20 minutes, and I was just like, "Wow, this is a connection of the century. Like, what could they possibly be talking about?" They spoke for that long. It was a while. Wow. My friend was like, we need to go. And I was like, no, I need to keep watching this. <laughs> <laughs> More relationship news. Did you know that Winona Ryder no. has a really hot fashion designer boyfriend this whole time for like 10 years? She's been dating this like extremely hot guy. No, but suddenly this week she started getting tons of press for it. And I was like, how long have they been dating? And they've been dating it since 2011. I didn't know this until this week. How hot is this guy? Did you look at him? He's so hot. Yes, I can't avoid this guy. He's everywhere. <laughs> Also, they're only one year apart, and they started dating in 2011, and he's so hot. I'm sorry. I just can't get over no, how hot yes. he is. I'm so happy for her. This is like a wildly hot couple, by the way. It's like Wildly it's like upsetting, hot. This hot this wildly hot, hot. I want to compare him to someone, but it's rude, so you have to cut this. Who? He's like the hot version of I was just going to say <laughs> Okay, but I would say is hot. He's the hotter version. He's the hotter version. He's the hotter version. But see, this Stranger Things premiere where he's wearing the PJ Harvey shirt is from the third season. I know. Did we so not like, care about her as much? It's years ago and we just never paid attention. Who like broke this news and made it a thing? I don't know. Like who just like got, like because basically what happened was somebody got some sort of quote that said that they don't consider marriage a priority. She loves what they have. And then all of a sudden I found out that she even was dating anyone at all and it had been for 11 years, right? And mm -hmm. it's like, it took this weird piece of news, which is not even news. It's just they might marry, but probably not. It's not a priority. It's like, I don't even know they existed. And also, I think they have, because if you read about the couple, it's like, they have a place together in San Francisco. She's not in L.A. when she doesn't need to be in L.A., a.k.a. she's not getting photographed much with this guy at restaurants. Also, he splits his time in New Living York. Living in San Francisco really does actually yeah. make all the difference, doesn't it? And, some, and sometimes they're not even together in San Francisco. Sometimes he's in New York. So it's like they're not really physically name. together much in cities where there's a lot of paparazzi. Okay, so his name is Scott McKinley Hahn. Sorry, mm -hmm. we didn't even say his name. I realized this yeah. whole time. And his job is that he is a designer for a company called Loom State. He's the founder of Loom State. Yeah. They do sustainable clothing, including organic cotton t-shirts. Google them, they've they've walked the red carpet like countless times. I know that's what's you know? kind of crazy. Oh, they make uniforms for like for like Starbucks and like, you know, Chipotle but sustainable and Shake ones. Shack. Right. So yeah. like you hire them to make sustainable good so it's so it's a fashion label, but it's also kind of not a not a consumer fashion label. It's more of a it's more of a B two B. Think systemically, you know. Don't look for that one panacea solution that's going to change everything. Everything's connected, and you know you need to measure the impacts not only of the ch of the challenge of the problem you're trying to solve, but also you know setting some goals around what's realistic in terms of where change can be made. What was the what was the fashion company in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Day? What's that company called? I don't know that. Uh, because they make uniforms. Lovely, isn't it? Yeah, lovely. <laughs> you know, 
I thought we made designer clothes. <laughs> Suella, no! We're in the bowels of the fashion industry. General Apparel West is one of 32 subdivisions of Chemtech America, one of our nation's leading chemical corporations. This is our design area. What's going on with Julianne Huff? She's single? And the reason this is in relationships is because she got the okay headline, which is quite rude. No dumb blonde. Julianne Huff overheard complaining about lack of brainy romantic suitors. This is so funny and so rude. It's, I meant when I said it was rude, it's not rude to her. It's rude to Bruchlach. <laughs> no, it's rude to her too. According to a Radar Insider, the single star was hanging out with pals at the Dumbo House in Brooklyn on Monday when she complained about her lack of worthy suitors. She, basically, somebody's eavesdropping her talking about how like the guys that she's dating are dumb. No one's smart enough for her. Spilled the insider, Julian was lamenting that she can't seem to find a lover who has enough brains up there. It has nothing to do with Brooklyn. It has everything yeah. to do with her last boyfriend, who was a model named Charlie Wilson, apparently. And all the guys that she's probably been dating in New York City who are too hot and too dumb. Mm -hmm. Pretty funny to be overheard at the Dumbo House and then have that transcribed in OK Magazine. <laughs> it's absolutely so funny, and I believe it 100%. Something about this actually makes me feel nice. Like, I like that this tip economy still exists in traditional forms like no, people true. aren't going straight to demois they're like you know what i could email demois or i could go to okay i could yeah. embrace tradition i like that it feels like somebody that who was at dumbo house would go right to okay you know like yeah. they know what they got here they got a good thing jasmine <laughs> i don't want i don't want a fucking email form letter posted on instagram i want an okay news headline and she got it no dumb blonde mm-hmm <laughs> Who's this? What's next? Who okay, are these people? This is, we don't talk about Bachelor people, people much, but I think that this we is like... talk about them more than we probably should, but you're right. Not Really not surprising to me. So the, this headline kind of stopped me in my tracks, and it came out this weekend. Nate Olkoya denies cheating rumors after Michelle Young split, quote, truly believed she was, quote, my person. And I guess they were together at the end of The Bachelor. They really loved each other. Then they broke up. And then there were all these rumors that... The reason they broke up was because Nate was cheating on Michelle. And so he went to Instagram yesterday. I took these screenshots. They were still up. He posted a 15 bullet point screed explaining why he was annoyed by the cheating rumors. And they include, number one, no, I didn't cheat. Number two, not every breakup needs to have someone to blame. Number three, I'm not going to read all of these. Yes, many of you seem to paint me as a red flag slash fuckboy. Maybe it's the piercings and tattoos. Who knows? But I'm actually a decent guy, and I only want to continue getting better, as we should all want for ourselves. And it goes on and on and on, and then it ends with 14 for the kind people sending kind things and respecting both Michelle and I. Thank you. 15, peace sign, peace sign. I haven't seen, like, a bachelor person sort of react in a shocked way to the attention that they get in a long time you know like you sort of expect people who go on the bachelor to be very well equipped like psychologically to deal with this sort of like stuff and when someone is not capable of dealing with it it's like oh wow this is new this is new to me usually these people are like fucking covered in armor that can protect themselves from like the haters because all bachelor people get are haters. I think a lot of them I think a lot of them are actually not prepared for the attention they get and don't really know how to handle it and do like feel very surprised by what it feels like to have people you don't know talking about you and hating on you on the internet. I mean I think that's the what the hardest thing about it and why like I think most people would say I don't want to have anything to do with the bachelor but like can you remember the last time someone seemed this upset at, like, the response? Definitely. That they, they got? Like, they kind of, I feel like they lash out all the time, Bachelor people. But I am like, I wonder if this is, you know, this feels like kind of one where it 
it's almost good or like it almost it's very clear or whatever. Yeah. And doesn't feel like back. It feels like very straightforward. Yes. On the show. Oh, on the show? Yeah. Oh, this, hey, it was an experience. It was an experience and a half. Right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, take it day by day. That's that's in the past. Now we're just a regular couple, you know? So, yeah. It's so weird because we're both, we're both super, like, private people. And so I think that's been the weird part is that, like, when we're walking somewhere and people are like, Nate and Michelle, Nate and Michelle. We're like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you? How do you guys know me? No, right, I, exactly. You just said you're very private people, and being on this type of show, I mean, you're exposing your love, like you're exposing everything. Like, how has that been? Um, I mean, before coming on the show, I didn't even want to hold hands with like my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Like, PDA was a no-go for me. Um, so it's been very, very different. But I will also say that. I think learning how to be vulnerable and learning to like show other people that yeah. how much I've grown as a person. She like, was the bachelorette. Yes. They broke up, I think like at the beginning of June and then people were saying, Oh, Nate cheated. And he was like, I didn't cheat. I'm sick of hearing all of this. We're buds. Alakoya has also changed his Instagram bio, removing quote, the Michelle Young fan account mentioned that he added after a televised proposal. <laughs> yeah. He has yet to delete their joint photos at the time of publication. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. And as far as I can tell, she hasn't said anything about this. Uh, I think she's a little more clever about this. You know, she's like, well, mm. she was cast for the show. He, I, that's what I'm saying is like, she is more, she's the star of the show and he's kind of this random person they brought in. And I feel like that's a little bit of a difference there. Mm hmm. This is funny because I was literally last night on Murda Beats Wikipedia because I was like, is this guy who's going by Murda Beats? This is Murda mm -hmm. with an A and Beats with a Z. Is he like a Canadian? Like what is going on he's here? He's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Is he like a white guy Canadian? Like what is going on? He's and a Canadian. He looks like Jack Harlow kind of. I mean, he's Jack Harlow-esque. He's, he's in the style of Jack Harlow, you know? <laughs> Okay, he styles himself like Jack Harlow, and he has kind of like that shaggy hair of Jack Harlow before Jack Harlow got a sort of makeover. He's, I just was like shocked at the reveal of him being like essentially, you know, Ed Sheeran, a right? Like, <laughs> like, right? And like going by Murda Beats. Like, are we okay with this? I'm not. <laughs> I'm he... not okay with it. What's up, GQ? It's your boy Murda Beats, and these are my essentials. My number one essential today is my cook-up setup where I make all my music. It's very much like a movie that's supposed to be set in like New York or Chicago, but then you find it, it was shot in Vancouver. <laughs> right. It's like the Vancouver facade. I just never thought to Google much about him. You'd recognize his thing because the his tag is murder on the beat, so it's not nice. I've heard that before. Murder on the beat, so it's not nice. Who is so big, word, Lord. So he's dating Anita. Anita, who's like a, you know, worldwide international superstar at this point. Yes, from Brazil. And they announced their kind of, I mean... I don't know if it was the announcement. They There was the reveal that they were dating, but Anita actually posted a photo of them publicly that's, we always say like, well, canoodling is one thing, but you want you want the kiss. You want the kiss. You want the holding hands. And they did tongue touching, which I've never seen as a relationship reveal. <laughs> I think we have seen it before because I think I'm like having deja vu as to you saying I've never seen it as a relationship reveal, but then it was one. <laughs> and then TMZ released this statement, Murder Beats, yep, Anita's my GF, doing music too with Pharrell Cuevo and J Balvin. We have a breakup, which is sad. Alexa Chung 
and Orson Fry. Alexa rarely misses a Glastonbury and has ensured uh, t- ensured to turn heads at Worthy Farm. Oh yeah, Glastonbury happened. <laughs> That's, That's probably like pretty important to point out that Glastonbury happened this yeah. weekend. It felt quite themy to me. The Glastonbury coverage. It's I was always themy. It's always themy. Yeah. It seemed yeah. like less because uh, because we're not as like steeped in British culture. Coachella is also very themy, but we we focus on the who's that attend. I'm sure there were who's that attended, but the Glastonbury headlines we get in the state in the states are typically mm-hmm. quite themy. Mm-hmm. While Alexa wasn't spotted in the sparse audience, oh that's so mean for Orson's band, some people. Another model, Tiger Lily Taylor, the daughter of Queen drummer Roger Taylor, was there, but left halfway through. Okay, that is the meanest paragraph. <laughs> Not a paragraph. But that's the meanest sentence. While Alexa wasn't spotted in the sparse audience for Orson's band, some people. So in right in that first, not even the end of the sentence, we have sparse audience for his band, some people. And Alexa, <laughs> his ex, didn't go. Another model, some woman named Tiger Lily Taylor, who is the daughter of Queen drummer Roger Taylor. Wow, incredible. Was there. She was at his band's show, the sparse show, but she left halfway through. Are they trying to say that Orson Fry is maybe seeing this Tiger Lily Taylor person? No, because then, then she left halfway through. They're they're trying to they're trying to misdirect you. It's a real it's a real example of misdirection. It's a real gaslighting of a of a sentence. It, but there's you also think, you think it's going in one direction, but it's actually going in another direction. And there are also three insults to Orson Fry in the paragraph. It's in the sentence. It's sparse. A sparse audience. Alexa left didn't ha- even go. Left and the one through. hot model who did show up left halfway through. Right. You think a new model will be introduced into the equation of who he could be dating, but in fact, no, she left halfway through. She was but like, she is the daughter go. of Queen drummer Roger Taylor. Let's swing back to good news. Or is this bad news? Adrian Grenier and Jordan Rommel. Where? In Morocco, right? They eloped somewhere? Yeah, Morocco. Adrian Grenier and his girlfriend, now, f- oh, wife, Ona. Wife ranch in austin Austin. i think i knew this already because they're really obsessed with farming in three years somebody's like where's adrian grenier and i'm like he's in a ranch in austin like i don't know why i need to keep asking answering this question when you say what you do what do you do oh i host a celebrity podcast it's about d-list celebrities oh where where's adrian grenier (laughs) where is adrian grenier he's in austin well if you're gonna ask where a who is nine times out of ten no let's say four times out of ten the answer is Austin. He banned straws. It kind of backfired. And he's on a ranch in Austin. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know how to explain this any clearer. You know? And he's doing a little Hotels.com spawn, too. Oh, he's definitely doing booking, spawn. He's booking. Booking.com. He's got to feed the pigs at his ranch in Austin. So he married this girl. He's been dating her for a while, but, like, no one cared slash no one knew. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, Because the they way keep that, calling her longtime love. The way that people tries to frame it is that they kept it out of the spotlight because it says the news likely came as a surprise to Adrian's fans since he has kept his relationship with Jordan out of the public eye since they were first linked in 2017. Well, it's like, she's no. posted him, but he really has not posted her. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the that's kind of what I think keeping her out of the spotlight is for him since he's not like doing events. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not like attending premieres. He's just doing spawn and vague like activism adjacent work, you know. If, there's really not a lot of interesting things yeah, going on here. There's nothing. There's nothing I wish interesting I could going continue, on here. But I absolutely cannot. I have a game for you though. Before we go down to Rita, please tell me. You want to play it? Adrian Grenier. You know why it's not? Because it's about pride. Oh my God! Great. What's um, a celebrity who has nothing to do pride. with pride? This has nothing to do with us. Adrian Grenier at Pride. Okay, so this game is either called "Who's Proud" or. What have you done today to make who feel proud? What have you done today to make who feel proud? (laughs) I like that. That's actually better. What have you done today to make who feel proud? Okay, so I have some questions about 
some of the most notable Pride parades that happened over the past two weeks. Uh, WeHo Pride and New York City Pride. Okay. Various forms of multiple choice. Um, not all the same, but I think that you'll be able to get a lot of them. Um, let's just start playing, right? Okay? okay. Easy to get. Who led the Wondery float, as in the podcast service, who led the Wondery float at NYC Pride yesterday? Was it Jujubee, <laughs> Sasha Velour, Bob the Drag Queen, or Trixie Mattel? I happen to know the answer to this because I saw a photo and I'm a big fan. So I know the answer is Jujubee. Jujubee, yes. Promoting her new podcast. Exactly. Got it right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number two. What float did Drew Drogi rep at NYC Pride? He was doing some promo. Okay. Drew Drogi, our very famous Chloe Sevigny impersonator and uh, playwright and star. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Hulu's float? Odyssey's float? The podcast provider? iHeartRadio's float or Audible.com's float. What's with all this Pride podcast stuff? And why well, were got, we invited? They've got budgets. All right. Where were we? Not asked. Okay. Not asked. <laughs> um, um, I don't even know my options. Hulu? No, it wasn't Hulu. I'm sorry. It was Audible.com. Drew Drogi oh. was supporting Audible.com at New York City okay. Pride. Okay. Cool. Number three. Who was hanging off the front, as in dangling off the front of Playbill's very first float at New York City Pride yesterday. Was okay. it Frankie Grande, Ariana <laughs> DeBose, Beanie Feldstein, or Dana H.'s very own Deirdre O'Connell? Oh, well, Deirdre, I bet, would love that role. I'm sure she's busy. <laughs> she's in a show right now. Um, I would say it's no it's gotta be Frankie Grande. It's Frankie Grande, you got it right. Who He's else in a show now hanging he was, off. He was he was wearing a Titanic shirt as well. <laughs> of course, of course, Titanic, you know. Okay. What float at New York City Pride yesterday featured a performance by Eurovision winner Netta? What? Was that float? <laughs> the Trevor Project's float? Israel in New York's float? Ameritrade's float? Or Mazda of Lodi, New Jersey's float? I feel like this might be a trick question. She is Israeli, but I don't think that means she was on this Israel float. I'm going to say you're right. There was another uh, Israeli who singer who was on the Israel in New York float, but it wasn't Netta. Okay, wait. It's not the Mazda in, in New Jersey float. It's not that. She, she repped Mazda of Lodi, New Jersey. Stop. Stop. And New York City Pride. Stop. 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 That's Stop. what Netta was Stop. doing Stop. at Pride. Okay? Okay. It's great. Which accessory did Cynthia Nixon not have with her during her Pride march in New York City? This was again yesterday. Which accessory was she not carrying? Okay. A shirt promoting Ana Maria Archila for lieutenant governor. I voted for her yesterday. Me a too. green Yeti water bottle. A cap from the club in Provincetown. Or a button that says, hey, it's Che Diaz. <laughs> Wait. She was not wearing a button that said, hey, it's Che Diaz. She was not wearing a button that says, hey, it's Che Diaz. You're right. You're right. You got it right. You got it right. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Who was the Grand Marshal of WeHo Pride? Not to be confused with, with Los Angeles Pride. WeHo Pride uh, a couple of weeks ago. Was it Dustin Lance Black? Was it Janelle Monet? Was it MJ Rodriguez? Or was it Joel Kim Booster? Damn, that's hard. Those were all good options. Those are all like reasonable options. Was it Joel? No, it was Janelle Monet. It was Janelle Monet. Okay. Oh. Who was WeHo Pride's next generation icon at oh. the same Pride parade? Oh. Was it Joel? Jojo Siwa, uh, Hunter uh, Schaefer, uh, Elliot Page, or Demi Lovato? It 
better have been Jojo Siwa. There it was Jojo no, Siwa. There is no one else that it could be other than Jojo Siwa. And it was Jojo Siwa, and she was making out with her girlfriend the entire time oh on that god. float. I the loved it. Ride of WeHo. Oh my god, WeHo's queen, Jojo Siwa. <laughs> and we have who led. There was a float. It wasn't a float. It was a car. You know where there's like a car and yeah, it's yeah, around yeah. a big blood. It's covered in like stuff. Okay. It's technically <sighs> a float. I mean, floats are really just cars, you know? Who? That's right. A float is just a car with a thing on top. <laughs> right. It's yeah. a it's a car wearing fashion. It's a car in camp. It's a car in fashion. Yeah. Yes. Oh, totally. Okay. Who led the in LA, we say gay car at uh, We Hope uh-huh. Ride? Okay. Uh-huh. Was it Lena Waithe? Because it was, you know, centered around the Florida Disney thing. So it was this big, gigantic Florida state with a rainbow like, over the gay. Florida state. And it says, in L.A., we say gay. Everyone had the same thing on it. And it was plastered all over the car. Sure. Who was sitting in that car leading that float? Was it Screaming Lena Waithe, gay. Right, uh-huh. Abigail Disney, Amy uh, Pascal, uh, or Gloria Allred? Is it, was it Gloria? It's Gloria Allred. <laughs> <laughs> That's somehow makes Happy all pride. the sense in the world. Happy Pride. You will Glor- be having a good pride. Gloria Allred screaming gay from a car in West Hollywood is exactly what pride is about. That would you know? make me like Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I had seen that in person, I would have moved there. What float was Cardi B on at We Hope Ride? Okay. Pepsi's float, Open Sea NFT's float, Fashion Nova's float, or the float for Whip Shots? Whip Shots had a Whip Heart Whip Shots had a float? It's whip shots, and she was spraying alcoholic whipped cream in everyone's mouth. <laughs> what float was Lonnie Love on at We Hope Ride? Wait, I just have to guess? Yeah, just guess. Like Kroger's? I don't know. Okay, because I couldn't figure it out, and I was hoping you could help. <laughs> I'm just going to say wait, it was Kroger's. Okay. <laughs> wait, what? You couldn't figure it out? There were all these photos of Lonnie Love at We Hope Ride sitting on a float, but none of the photos were pulled back enough where I could see where she was sitting. <laughs> wait, you can't figure it out by just Googling Lonnie Love Pride? No, I couldn't find out. I was hoping you could help me, but I guess you can't. But I think Kroger's a great guess. How <laughs> am I supposed to know? I think Kroger's a great Yes, okay. And the final Pride question has nothing to do with either New York City or We Hope Pride. It is just this question. There is an answer, but there's no multiple choice because if it's multiple choice, you will get it because the moment you see this name, you'll know that this person said it. Who celebrated Pride by tweeting a selfie, just a normal selfie, saying, Miss ya, just popping in to say hi and happy Pride, rainbow emoji, rainbow emoji. Miss ya, just popping in to say happy Pride. Wait, I'm supposed to guess just a random person who? Yeah. Who's like... Pretty clunky Is it somebody who media. just like hasn't been gay in a while or like just somebody who hasn't checked in a while or they get like what's the are we talking gay icon or are we talking gay person? We're talking, we talking we're talking gay icon but we're not talking anyone who is out as queer in any way like uh, has never uh, said they were queer but is a very very vocal loud proud does the work ally Deborah Messing you're in the right neighborhood okay you're past the gate at the gated community and you're driving through the streets okay you just passed Deborah Messing's house and it was wrong it was empty Deborah Messing was on the way but it wasn't down it. to down to the like hair. Kathy Griffin down to the hair who Kathy are Griffin? who are iconic red-haired allies? <laughs> Kathy Griffin and Deborah Messing. No, 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 no. Carrot. Kathy top. Griffin's in the adjacent community. Kathy Griffin's like, I will not be living in that community. However, Carrot this person is like, top. I live in that community. Natasha Leone. No, Lindsay, it's Jessica Chastain. <laughs> oh my God, miss you. That's of course it is. Of course it is. Course. I have to read that tweet one more time. Of course, miss ya. 
just popping in to say hi and happy pride. Was she wearing like some beautiful like rainbow top or whatever? No, like, Lindsay, rainbow she was eyeshadow. wearing like she was wearing like a coat. <laughs> Wait, I have to show you. There is a there was a story that said, um, "See how stars celebrated Pride in 2022," and it's like Kesha like performing at Stonewall, Stella Maxwell posing in front of Stonewall, Paula Abdul was the Grand Marshal of L.A. Pride, Christina Aguilera made out with some lady at some performance, Paris Hilton did something, and then we have this some lady, not some lady, <laughs> some lady. There she is. Miss ya. Just popping in to say hi and happy pride in Ugh. a full-on winter coat. <laughs> okay, but the balloons in the back are rainbow. So that's the... That's the... Is it? That's the... What is it? It is. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. is. Okay. It is. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lizzie Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? I couldn't quite parse this this is a tweet that got sent to us a million times on uh june 24th when it was tweeted uh, from katie wilkso on twitter no because sugar babes just shut down glasto rita Ora pushed me in a bush to get through and we broke through a security gate unreal <laughs> rita's like at glasto like having the time of her life she's seen the sugar babes of course she's freaking out and pushing through what do you mean apparently rita was all over glasto this weekend and didn't just stick in the vip zone she was just like everywhere she was like with the people you know mm-hmm. she was like climbing her way to the front of the stage or whatever allegedly she was pushed someone in the bush i love it i kind of love it sorry hope you're okay she posted an instagram that said till next year my sacred haven it's so good to have you back at glasto fest you can tell this is this is her element there's something gorgeous about rita or not being asked to perform at glasto but going as an audience member and just having the time of her life you know, like to me, it's something amazing to me. Yeah. It remains it remains the most perfect Rita thing ever is to to have that scenario. She released her video for a terrible song, which she is on with Netsky called Barricades. Not another bad she song from Rita. She keeps terrible songs. This one, this Why one is, is not that? only bad, but it's also dated, which is e- even more offensive. You know, it's like... It's an EDM song from like 2013. It's that, 2012, or, 2013. Right. Yeah, for that, sure. Like, that is so confusingly released now, you know, with a DJ that no one has ever heard of. Yeah. You get a little drum and bass in there, which she loves drum and bass, but like even that feels dated. It's like it's, barricades, barricades. It's, you know, it's just not even, I know I'm singing Battlefield, but it's like very much like that type of song where like there's one word, you know, and they're I writing had Battlefield song in my word. head this morning. That's very weird. We're gonna And she does yet another generic video where, like, nothing happens. She just sort of, like, does her Rita Ora dance. And it's a lot of, like, beauty shots, a lot of close-ups where she just has to, like, sort of move. It just, like, give me a concept, though. I just feel like Rita Ora's, like, cool EP from, like, a few Rita Ora's ago was amazing. And, like, had cool, it was, like, cool dance music. We love it big. Remember that song? And, big. like, all the, and just, like, what happened to that, Rita? Go back there. That was inspired. Well, that was also the one where she, like, ripped off Rina Sawayama's aesthetic. Not musically, okay, but sure. But like, vis- at least it visually. was. But at least it was an aesthetic. And we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at six one nine Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Who's there? 
Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our read a theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Um, support us on Patreon.com slash WhoWeekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, an occasional newsletter, and more. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will join us. Famous.